I think could be worth its weight in gold in terms of helping you find exactly what you should do or what you should look at doing to get into a certain company. This might be a little nerve wracking for you, but it can have incredible results. And that is, welcome to the Kodiak Outdoors podcast. We're here to talk all things outdoors and outdoor lifestyle. Your host, Jason, is here to guide you. And with that said, let's get into the podcast. Here we go. All right, so today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about you wanting to get into the outdoor industry, right? And I want to tell you how I did it and how I've seen other people do it so that you can basically take some of those same ideas and apply it and see where maybe it fits for you or what's the best way you want to go about it, okay? And just to be clear, when I'm talking about being in the outdoor industry, I'm strictly speaking about working at large brands that you want to work for or creating product in the outdoor industry. Yes, there's other ways you can do it in terms of being a guide, you know, charter boat, you know, you want to work maybe at a ski resort and teach lessons and stuff like that. Not so much that, but more about how to work for certain brands that are in that industry as well as create new product. That's what I know is the product world more than anything else. So that's what I want to speak to because that's what I know. Let's first start with what college degrees do you want to get? How can you maybe apply a college degree that you already have? And then finally, how to do it without a college degree? And what are your options there? That's how I'm going to basically break down the podcast today. That way, people that have different backgrounds can figure out what works best for them. Let's get into it and start talking about today's topic getting into the outdoor industry. I'm guessing you're someone that spends all your free time and all your disposable income on being outdoors and outdoor product probably. You wanna be in the outdoor industry because of that, you have this great passion for it. That is a big plus to start with. There are people that do not have a passion for the outdoor industry and that are in it. But if you do have a passion, obviously that is a great start. I don't think I need to tell anyone that, that being passionate about what you do on a day-to-day basis, it really helps because it's not all rainbows and sunshine and it's not always great. You're gonna have to put in a lot of hard work and having those aspirations and passion, it just really helps get you through really tough days or tough months or tough years even. Formal education, what would I recommend in terms of degrees, What would I look for if I were to do it again myself? And what do I know in terms of people I've worked with and how they've gone about it in terms of what degrees did they get and what jobs did they get with those degrees? The first degree I'm gonna talk about is the degree I got. I obviously know about it. I got a degree in it and I can tell you how it applies very easily to the outdoor industry. And that degree is an industrial design degree. Industrial design, if you don't know, is just product design. It's understanding products, understanding how they're manufactured, understanding what people want from that product. So having a good understanding of the market, the use of the product, maybe what's currently in the market and not working well, all of that kind of stuff then gets applied into your actual designs and concepts And then that moves forward throughout the entire process to hopefully go to market and become a new product. Industrial designers, they're not quite engineers and they're not quite artists. They're right in between. 
and it's a very versatile degree. And so that can be applied to both soft goods and hard goods. And with that, it allows you to have a lot of versatility in where you wanna go for your career. So there's a huge range and because of my background, it allows me to do anything I wanna do. I could do knives if I wanted to, at the same time of doing boots or I could do, you know, hunting hats or whatever. It allows me to understand a lot of variation in product and it allows me to have a huge breadth of product that I can specialize in eventually down the road. Now, that said, when you first start out, yes, you can be more general, but as you go throughout your career, you are gonna specialize. So yes, I am an industrial designer by education, but by career standards, most people would consider me, I'm, I'm a footwear developer and designer. That's my specialty is footwear. Does that mean I, I can't do anything else? No, of course I can, but that's my specialty. And that's what most people do. They start a little bit broader, find something that they really wanna niche down into, and then they kind of specialize in that role. Next, fashion design or apparel design. These are obviously roles where you're gonna be working on jackets and sweaters and base layers and all those kind of garments that are in the outdoor industry. Now, this is a huge part of the outdoor industry. Garments and clothing, probably more than anything else, is probably the number one product that outdoor companies sell. It is probably the number one. So yes, apparel design is not a bad degree to have if you wanna be in that kind of role. If you're someone that loves being outdoors and you love, love different garments, you love getting a new jacket, you love telling your friends about, hey, this base layer I just got, it's incredible. Let me tell you all about it, why I like it, right? If you're someone like that, apparel design would not be a bad route for you. And it does allow you to have some versatility because unlike industrial design, I do feel like apparel designers have a little bit more flexibility. They don't have to niche down as hard. Granted, part of that is because the materials that are used in apparel design, they're not a huge difference between the hunting industry and let's say the skiing industry. A lot of times there's a lot of crossover in raw materials. There's a lot of crossover in terms of understanding constructions. I feel like apparel designers are a little bit more flexible in that sense. And if they don't know it, they usually find a way to learn about it pretty quick. Next is a role that I think everyone needs obviously and this is a tough role but it's one that brings products to life and that is an engineering degree i'm not going to go into exactly which engineering degree but engineering in general where can you go with this kind of degree in terms of the outdoor industry well you could go more into the 3d modeling world if you want to go 3d if you want to go more into some of the nitty gritty details of how the product's made, development is your role. I currently am working as a developer. I've worked as a developer, I've worked as a designer, and developers have a very different perspective on product compared to the designer. The best way to kind of describe things for someone that's a developer, and if you're maybe in that mindset, would be how it's made. Have you ever seen that show and been like, man, this is really interesting to me. I love seeing how products made here. I love how I love seeing how industries 
develop product there. That's part of your job. It's not 100% it. But if you're someone that's kind of interested in that manufacturing side, that's definitely a good role for you. Engineering degrees, you can do a lot of various things. There's people that do the more of the 3D side of things, 3D printing, 3D modeling. That's obviously huge, huge. And rapid prototyping is a massive part of companies these days so much faster and it'll, it gives them so many more options to look at product before they have to launch it or open molds engineers have a lot of flexibility in exactly what role they can do because there's design engineers for instance and then there's more the pure development role which is more the liaison between the manufacturer and the designer where you're trying to weigh both things and figure out how you can help both people succeed where the designer gets the product to look exactly the way they want it to but at the same time the factory that's making it can manufacture it so that it becomes the best quality product and that they're not pulling their hair out while trying to do it next degree is a kind of more generic one but a business degree obviously can be used for the outdoor industry now you can do sales you can be a plm as we call them, but product line manager or merchandising. This is someone that understands the market. They look at their direct competitors. They look at sales. They look at what units they're doing. They look at how many pieces of that product are they selling? Are they selling all of it? Are they selling 50% of it? Are they selling none of it? <laughs> so they will help and influence the line itself. And obviously this has various other kinds of uses. There's CFOs. There's, there's CEOs, there's so many different ways you can use a business degree, obviously. Some of the big ones I know of, guys that are in sales, guys that are, like I said, merchandising kind of roles, both those roles, as well as upper echelon type roles, manager roles and stuff like that. A lot of times they have a business background because they have to understand all these numbers that they talk about on a daily basis with people in the company. And where that can sometimes lean into a little bit, and there can be a little bit of variation, is something like sourcing. What does sourcing do? Sourcing is a person that will look at, either they can be one of two things or both. One will be a more material-based sourcing individual where they're looking at raw goods. And how much does that cost? What can they get it for? What can we do to make sure that the product is coming in at the right price that we're trying to produce? and what are our options. But also on top of that, sourcing will also look at where things are being manufactured, timing of manufacturing. Can we get X amount of units for X amount of dollars and can we have it on time? So that's what a lot of times sourcing will do. Now they'll sometimes have a business background, sometimes an international business background because obviously they are dealing with people from all over the world and understanding a little bit some of those nuances certainly helps, but sourcing is another major pillar when it comes to companies in the outdoor industry, you're in the product world. So finally, marketing. Now, obviously you need marketing because how does everyone know that you have a new product coming out without marketing, right? One element is if you wanna go to the more creative side in terms of more of a graphic design side of things, there's that element, and then there's People that just do general marketing, understanding SEO and understanding how they can optimize to get the most eyes on those products. 
Marketing is another huge part of the outdoor industry, and especially when you're trying to convince people to buy your product over your competitor's product, marketing is a big element of it, and it's very important. So those are some of the degrees you guys can get if you're interested in getting into the more product side, product world of the outdoor industry. And you can apply those roles at every kind of major company there is in the outdoor world, whether it be fishing, hunting, like I said, skiing, rock climbing, all these roles exist in some way, shape or form. And for some people in the outdoor industry, depending on the size of the company, you might be doing multiple roles at one time. I've definitely been a designer and a developer and I've done my own sourcing. So it depends on the size of the company is how many hats you are gonna wear sometimes with those various roles. But generally speaking, the larger the company, the more you're gonna specialize in those roles. Moving on from that, what if you already have a college degree? What if you have a degree and it's not one of those degrees and yet you still wanna be in the outdoor industry? Well, so what you have to keep in mind with outdoor industry and just outdoor companies is that they have a huge array of various kinds of employees. They have lawyers, they have accountants, they have communication specialists, they have HR departments. If you have a role currently at your job, let's say, let's say you work in IT, right? But you love to go rock climbing on the weekends, right? And you wanna be in that industry. Guess what? Those companies usually need IT. <laughs> they usually need someone that has your skill set in some way, shape, or form. Always look at what skills you have, what experience you have, and how that can apply. Yes, you might not be directly handling product because maybe you do have an IT background, but that doesn't mean that you can't slowly move into more of a 3D modeling role and development role eventually. It just might take time. I think that if you already have a degree and you can get into a company first, utilizing what you have and the experience you have, which is a huge factor and is definitely gonna help you, from that you can capitalize on being at the company and moving around within the company. Now it, it depends how much mobility there is. Some companies there's more, some there's less. I've worked at companies where my boss has come to me every single year and said, is there any other place in this company you'd like to work? Any other kind of product or any kind of other area that's really interesting you? And I would not be penalized for being honest with them. Whereas other companies, they want you to stay in basically one role, but that doesn't mean you can't network within that role that you wanna eventually be in and say to the person that maybe is the head of the department or you make friends with people in the department, hey guys, do you have any suggestions for how I could maybe migrate over here with you guys? That's a great way to kind of just start laying some foundations, seeing what they say and figuring out how you can maybe eventually get there by starting with your current degree and current experience and background to eventually then migrate into the area that you wanna be. Or maybe you just wanna be at an outdoor company in general and just love the discount, right? You could still do the same job, you just get a sweet discount now and you get to work for a company. It's maybe a little bit more exciting than when the one that you're currently working at. So now let's talk about what if you don't have a college education 
you have a high school level education and you want to be in the outdoor industry and you want to be at a corporate level. I'm not going to talk about starting your own business. I'm not going to talk about kind of more mom and pop size kind of business. I'm talking corporate level. You want to be at a very large company or a fairly well-known outdoor industry kind of company. So what are some of the ways people utilize their skills or experience and find ways to be a part of these companies or work with these companies? I'm going to talk about that now and talk about what I've seen people do. First one is one that people really would love to be, which is an influencer, right? You want to be a brand ambassador. You want to be part of their team that they have, right? That is there to make content or take great photos and, and be a part of, you know, I'm wearing all head to toe your product and look at, look at the giant fish I just caught, right? You want to be one of those people. That's an influencer. You get to do cool stuff, get free product. Everyone wants to do that, right? Well, I'll tell you a few things that will help you out, but I'll also be pretty honest with you. People that want to be influencers, I think sometimes underestimate what it actually takes to be an influencer or a brand ambassador or someone that's actually connected with a brand. I think the biggest misconception people have about influencers is that they have a lot of followers, so brands just want you to wear their logo and boom, you're in the door, it's all good to go. But it's not that simple. I've worked with pro athletes, I've worked with brand ambassadors, influencers, people that are a part of the brand in that sense, and I can tell you right now, it's not that simple. It's not about followers always. It's about how the brand can utilize you to impact their sales, sell more product, and that you can both work together in an effective manner that everyone's happy. So I'll give you an example of this, and I think not everyone knows this. Cameron Haynes was the first professional athlete to get signed by Under Armour. First one. Now, why does Cameron Haynes get signed by Under Armour? Number one, he kills giant bull elk, and he's very consistent with it. Number two, he's incredibly fit, and this lends him to being a great role model, but also for photo shoots. So now we can not only leverage people that follow him because he's great at hunting, but now we have all these photo shoot opportunities that we can utilize him for, as well as now we have someone that's in the field regularly. So now he can field test stuff for us because he has an idea of what works and doesn't work. What does he currently wear? What does he hate about what he currently wears? All of these things, you become more than just a face and influencer. You're a product tester. You're someone that actually understands the market to a degree. So you have to be educated on it but you usually also have to have a skill set that can be leveraged. And it really helps if they can leverage you in media for their own marketing material. So influencers, yeah, they might look like sometimes just a pretty face, but a lot of times they bring a skill set that can be utilized. And that is really tough to do to be incredibly efficient at, especially if you have a regular nine to five job. So influencers, yeah, it's a job. You don't need a college education to be an influencer, but it's also one that is highly saturated and is really hard to do. 
now that you decided maybe you're not going to be an influencer, what's another kind of job or role that people have at companies? Maybe they do it freelance. And that is, I've seen people that create marketing material that are usually photographers or have some kind of graphic design background. Now, does a formal education help when it comes to these two roles, making either graphic content or let's say photography? Sure, it definitely can help you, especially if you don't know the basics and maybe you're someone that hasn't spent an immense amount of time practicing this skill and getting good at it. So yes, you could go the traditional route and have an education in it, but I've also worked with people that do not have a formal education in either the graphic design side of things or photography especially, but they have worked super hard and learned a ton of information about how to do it and done a lot of gigs sometimes for free to get exposure and experience in it, especially if you don't have the formal education sometimes, People will start out by doing stuff for free just to get that experience because even though an education is great, experience is always king. If you have good experience and you have a great portfolio, it doesn't really matter what degree you have and what institution it's from, especially if you can get the job done and they can see that you clearly know what you're doing. So sometimes the creative fields can be an area that you can get into if you can find a way to do it by teaching yourself or having a skill set that can then be utilized. Sometimes it means you have to be freelance. Sometimes it means that you can be in-house. But regardless, it, there is a way to do it. Okay, finally, the last one I know about, I'm sure there's others, but Another way I've seen people get into the outdoor industry without a college degree, or maybe they had one and it didn't really apply to what they wanted to do, is that they started in retail. Now, I know what you're saying. How did they start in retail and then get into a major position at an outdoor company? What I'll tell you about the people that are in these roles and that excel at them, they're people that are very passionate about the product, but also very knowledgeable about it and know the market very well. I think you might be able to see where I'm going with this. They can then leverage that knowledge, that passion and insight to roles like associate level roles where they're just starting out and they still can be trained in a company to do a major role, like a development role I've seen, or even a merchandising role. So that means that yes, it's a little bit more of a grind and yeah, you're gonna start at a lower level, but that doesn't mean you can't climb through the ranks and become a full on product line manager or full-time developer. It does mean it's gonna take a little bit more time maybe for you to get into a company per se in the headquarters area rather than just a retail store, but it is doable. And I have worked with people that have done this. They've done it for development, they've done it for merchandising. But another area you can also do this is I have worked with many people that have started at retail and eventually became a salesperson for the company. So instead of selling retail of the brand product, what they're doing is selling the product to different kinds of retailers that wanna carry the product. And this gives you a huge amount of leverage because you probably know also what sells really well from the retail store, what your customers really liked about the product. You have a huge array of knowledge of all the different kinds of product that you carry in the line, but then 
On top of that, you have regional knowledge and regional salespeople need to know what works for their market. And because you worked retail in that same market, that gives you a leg up and can mean that you're a really effective salesman. And that can be a big shift for people that go from standing in a store, brick and mortar store, hey, what do you think of this product? What do you think of that product? Talking to the customers to now, hey, what do you think of this product that we're offering in this product line to actual retailers? But it is something that does happen and it certainly can happen for you, especially if you want to have a more flexible schedule and very lucrative opportunities. So now that I've covered what kind of degrees you can get and various kinds of positions that can lead to, how you can maybe get into a company utilizing a degree you already have or specialty skills that you already have. And then finally, I covered how you can get into the outdoor industry and into major companies without having a college education and what roles are out there for you and what you might wanna look at. There is one final tip. And this final tip I think could be worth its weight in gold in terms of helping you find exactly what you should do or what you should look at doing to get into a certain company. This might be a little nerve wracking for you, but it can have incredible results. And that is to go onto LinkedIn and find a company that you wanna work for, a company that you love, you love their product, you love what the company stands for, and you would dream of working for them. Now I want you to look at all the various kinds of employees that they have and people that are in different roles. So you go through the list and you find someone that has basically your dream job, something that you would love to do and at a company you absolutely would love to work for. This is where you reach out to them, send them a message through LinkedIn, try to friend them and just say, hey, I would love to work for your company. I love the role that you're in. I'm just looking to see if I could get a few tips of advice and explain your situation. I have this kind of background and experience, I'm going into college soon and I'm trying to figure out my major. Hey, I you know don't have a college education, but what college education maybe should I go back to school? Do I need to go back to school? What would you recommend? And then of course, thank them for their time and any kind of response that they'd give you and see what happens. Now, if they respond and they're like, hey, you know, this is what I think, maybe they give you a quick short answer. See if you can press them a little bit more and say, hey, would it be possible for me to get your email or anything like that so I could ask you further questions so I don't have to ask you through LinkedIn? Or if you're a little bit bolder, say, hey, would it be possible for me to have a little bit of your time and maybe jump on a Zoom call, Skype call, FaceTime call with you? And that way I could just ask you a few questions and I promise it'll only be 30 minutes or so. And I know a lot of people are gonna hear this and say there's no way anyone would do that. There's no way people would take time out of their day to help someone, to talk to someone that they don't even know about their job and how they got it and you know how to get into the company and stuff like that, right? And this might surprise you, but I've had multiple people do this. I've had people that were high schoolers saying, hey, I wanna be in the footwear industry. How can I be in the footwear industry? And I've gone to a coffee shop and sat down with them for well over an hour and just talked about various ways to get into the industry. And I've had people say to me, hey, I wanna work at your company that you're currently at and I wanna do a role just like you do. How can I do that? This is my background, this is my portfolio, or this is, this is my current job experience. 
and I've jumped on Zoom calls with them for well over an hour, and I'm still in contact with them now through email, and we'll still chit chat here and there, and we'll see what progress they're making. Heck, even my wife did this kind of tactic, and it worked. She ended up getting on a FaceTime call with a woman in Paris, France, who was originally from the US, who does gemstone buying for a really high-end jewelry retailer. My wife was like, how did you get this job? It's a really cool job, I would love to have it. And just like that, in one hour, my wife just got handed step-by-step, step, this is what you should do, this is what I did, this is how it works kind of for the industry. And rather than spending hours of research, she literally got handed the step-by-step -step playbook of what this woman did and how the general industry works. Sure, you might contact people and they might not respond back, but eventually if you do it enough, there will be someone there will be someone, I promise you, that will write back and say, sure, I got a couple minutes, I'd love to talk to you about it. Or hey, do you have a portfolio? I'll check it out for you and give you some feedback. So why are people in the outdoor industry even willing to do this kind of stuff? It's because we love talking about our passion, which is the outdoors and is the same passion you have. So of course we wanna talk to someone about it. Who else can we geek out with on stuff that we do on a day-to-day -day basis that most people don't appreciate. Most people don't care about what we do. They just wanna see it in the retail store for the cheapest price possible. But when you find someone that actually wants to sit there, talk to you, I wanna know how you do your stuff, I wanna understand how this industry works, and that's actually excited about what you do, it's really enjoyable to sit down and talk to someone like that. It's unique, it doesn't happen often, and it also reminds you, hey, this person's just like I was when I was that age. And I remember having those dreams and I remember wanting to get this kind of job. And I got it, but hey, let me pass down some of my knowledge and some of my insight that I have learned so maybe they can do it too. So this is some of my insight. This is what I've personally done and seen other people do to get in the outdoor industry. Depending on what you wanna do, it can take a lot of work and a lot of effort, but I can promise you this. It's a super unique industry and the people in it are fantastic. Getting to be around product that you really enjoy, you designed, you helped create, or even just working at a brand that you truly believe in is totally worth all the effort. So hopefully this helps someone out figure out how they can turn their passion into their career. Because everyone in the outdoor industry loves working with other passionate people that also love the outdoors just as much as them. And who knows, maybe someday someone will watch this video and actually be able to make it into the outdoor industry and I'll get to meet them in person. And if that's you, let me know. I'd be more than happy to buy you a beer and hear your story and see how you did it. So that's the end of the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. You can watch a video version of the podcast over on YouTube. We have Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, basically all social media under the same name. And as always, shoot straight and knock something down.